related to you niggas know that <coughs> I was supposed to be talking about the Givian album and the YG album. But I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Um, I'll talk about that shit later. The third when I listen to music, I usually listen at my own time. So yeah, since I don't feel like it, I'm gonna just talk about something else. Well, the first thing that just came to my mind basically, and that was the Premier League game week five. Oh my days, what a weekend that was! Damn, you know, first of all, it started off with um, it had four matches on it had four matches on Saturday, and then it had and then it had six matches yesterday so you know i'm gonna start off with the big six as usual you know how we do it this side as we did it before so i'm gonna start off with my favorite team which is chelsea chelsea you know i actually didn't watch the match because i actually wasn't home the whole of saturday but then i did see the highlights and chelsea in the second half took that game by storm seriously because I saw through the highlights that they were pressing very high, they had a very organized back line and everything was just robust. You know, Crystal Palace couldn't do what Crystal Palace does, what they actually did to Manchester United, you know. I actually thought Wolfram was gonna go mal in our defense, but no. Um Thiago Silva actually pulled up his pants actually. I actually thought he was washed up after that debut. But then I, I was too quick to judge. He actually put up a good performance. Even Kirk Zuma scoring the goal. The second goal by the way. The first goal came from Ben Chilwa, our most expensive defender in our club. And I can see he's actually doing the work, you know, because you know when you got his first first Chelsea debut with the Carabao Cup. He assisted, he assisted you, you know, against Barnsley, but I was against Barnsley, but then, you know, he did show glimpses of his finesse, you know, and that's what he did, and then after scoring the first goal, then he set up the other goal for Kurt Zuma, so basically the defense was going mal, yeah, it was going crazy, and then... We got pens in the space of four minutes but then those were like proper pens you know the like Mabudu Saku was terrible in terms of def- in terms of defending he was just bad so I'm not surprised that we got both penalties and shit and also big ups to Eduardo Mendy you know he actually kept a clean sheet you know something Kappa can do cease eh. so um next we go to Leeds versus Man City which ended as a one-all draw. So Sterling opened up the count, scored the goal, and then who else scored? And then Rodrigo got his debut. I mean, not well. He got his first goal for Leeds United. Yeah. So basically, when I was watching the match, because I was able to watch the second half of this match, I just saw that Man City was just being outplayed. They, they had no structure to their play. Leeds kept on catching them out on the counter. It's unfortunate, rather, that Leeds could... Leeds is still... It doesn't have Leeds strikers, so... They did miss chances that were given to them. Because City 
was exposed like the, the it was so easy to expose the high back line that's why they kept on getting them on the counter you know winning the ball back in good areas you see and basically Marcel Bielsa outplayed Pep actually he actually did yeah but it did end as a one-all draw and then Everton Everton so far is on fire it's the only team that has a 100% win record right now that it and Aston Villa which we'll get to later because what in the fuck I witnessed history yesterday. We all witnessed history yesterday, niggas that watch football. We literally witnessed. Okay, but anyways, I digress. I went off topic for a little bit. <clears throat> Excuse me. So then, Everton were able to be Brighton 4 2, where Hamas Rodriguez going off, my boy. Man, you know, niggas, they agreeing with me saying that Zidane usually, they, he wasted Hamas Rodriguez. And that's true. I get that he didn't fit into Zidane's system, but then Zidane also has to understand that he has to bring the best out of all his players, especially when the squad is filled with some star, uh, is filled with some quality players, especially Hamas. Imagine they had to offload Hamas because he was on huge wages. Also, they had to offload Gareth Bale because that thing is charging like 600k a week, you know. So they obviously had to get him out the wage books. But then yeah, you know the Calvin Calvin Lewin scored again. Also, that guy's been on form. Like the niggas that are in form, like really really in form right now in the Premier League has to be Jack Grealish, Son, Kane, Dominic Calvin Lewin, and Mo Salah. Yeah, those are the niggas that are like in terms of attack. Those guys are the niggas that are. Are putting in the work right now. They actually started off that com- that campaign extremely strong, and I actually like that. And then yeah, then Yerimina also scored the other goal. Imagine Hamas set up one and scored two. Hey, I wish he's got a hat trick, my boy, but he doesn't know exist. But yeah, um, um. So then the last game on Saturday, which was Newcastle versus Burnley, Callum Wilson ran rampant on this team on Burnley they showed this team flames and I'm actually glad that you know Newcastle actually bought a proper number 9 because they were relying on Joe Linton for goals last year and he only got like 2 goals and he played like almost all that games which is just that's extremely horrendous like that's baffling numbers you know especially for a number 9 but then yeah Callum Wilson scored 2 goals and assisted 1 so you know, he had a pretty good game with Alan St. Maximin also having a really good game, you know, opening up the scoreline and also setting up Callum Wilson. So, yeah, you know, it's been, it's, it was some good stuff. And then also, Bernie got one goal through Ashley Westwood, but then, you know, they were completely outplayed. Bernie played, they play a very boring, like very boring football. You know, they still play that 4 4 2 and it's really not attractive especially in the modern age of football <clears throat> so now let's get to sunday sunday there were actually some sunday was just full of shockers just shockers i could tell that this season that defenders aren't really doing the work at all they're just complete and utter mess 
all the teams all the teams i'm not i'm not gonna describe all of them man all of them so leicester was fresh out of weaving man city so people definitely thought that you know they had west ham in their pocket ah hawaii that wasn't the case though West Ham ran rampant. Imagine, I never thought I'd be saying this. Ran rampant on this team and they also kept the clean sheet. With Aaron Creswell, the left back, providing two assists for Mikel Antonio and Pablo Fornals. And then Jarboen sealed it off in the 83rd minute to give West Ham United the three points. Like, Leicester, I genuinely feel like they haven't sorted out what the, the, the team's problems in the summer actually. Like Jamie Vardy is about, I think Jamie Vardy is turning like 34 this year, and as a player, how you really like his type of play was just running in behind defenders and other stuff. It's gonna die out, you know. It's really gonna die out. But I do love my boy Jamie Vardy. But then you know they they should have found a replacement for him because they can keep on relying on Kelechi Ian Nacho for goals and this guy is injured but then he wasn't he wasn't injured yet he was actually playing but then you know it's just how i feel but then they got they got hey they got hey they got railed and then also arsenal you know arsenal is also doing the things right now you know they're actually in form right now i think they have nine points from four games that's actually really good given the fact that they were playing against liverpool so that was the only team that they lost to but then also get to Liverpool at loopsy of a team. Whack. <laughs> yeah. So with Arsenal, um, Buyako, Buyako Saka and Nicolas Pepe, you know, scored the goals. With Hector Bellerin giving them two assists. Man, Hector Bellerin is actually a really good right back. I just feel like really underrated, no lie. But then he's a, he's a really good player. And then David McGoldrick scored on the last minute. Sister by George Bardock. <clears throat> and Sheffield United haven't started the season good at all, you know. Because last season they were actually challenging for European football. And I just feel they have to owe Dean Henderson for the success. Because right now they're just conceding goals left, right, and center. Like the goal. Like Aaron Ramsdale is not saving them at all. And I don't even know why they want to buy Aaron Ramsdale of all people. I mean that guy shipped in goals after goals last season for Bournemouth before they got bombed out, before they got relegated so I really don't know why they do that yeah, so then after that we go on to Wolves Wolves beat Fulham 1-0 Pedro Neto scoring the only goal it was actually a pretty boring game I'm not gonna lie but then, now we get to the final two games that were played yesterday which was Manchester United versus Tottenham now, you know, when I was first watching the game, I saw what, okay, United got a penalty. I'm like, okay, what the fuck? Okay, either way, it's not that bad. You know, I was supporting Tottenham because as much as I do like some United players, I just don't like Man United as a whole. You see, I just don't. And the first goal was scored by Bruno Fernandes with a penalty. You know, how they do it. They really, hey, United smacks for penalties, hey. You see today, yesterday, no penalties, no goal. <laughs> Got a no goal, no penalties, no way. Yeah. And then immediately after, um, they were left open at the back. Harry Maguire was, he's 
Vince was like he was out of touch. He was just so terrible. He was he and you know I used to think that Victor Lindelof was the problem, you know? But then it's actually Harry Maguire. Like Harry Maguire is actually I he had a good season last season, but this season he's just been so terrible for the past five games. It's just it's just been ass. Like he just didn't look like he, he was in the game. He kept on Son kept on running in behind. Kane kept on already they were clicking havoc, bro. Damn, it was so bad. But then Tanging Dumbele opened up the score after a defensive error caused by you know who? Harry Maguire trying to hit it back and then he pulls Luke Shaw down and that was just horrendous. That was a horrendous goal. But either way, big ups to Tottenham for applying the pressure. And then the score won. And then a few minutes later, you know, King gets fouled. And then Kane spots that this guy is running. And then Maguire is going towards the ball, like towards Kane. Like, why isn't he covering that side with Eric Bailly and Luke Shaw? I have no idea. So then Kane slots a ball through. Son gets in behind and scores the second goal. Boom. It's one to a reading. Just they're like, what in the hell just happened? And then while into the game, while into the game, and Tony Marshall got a red card, which I felt wasn't he didn't deserve it at all. But either way, even if he was on the pitch, he wasn't going to change the outcome. They were still going to be Chelsea 6-1. <laughs> because Ghana Marshall is a very complacent player. You know, there are times when you could go off, but then you can see that times when he just puts on a lackluster performance. So he just doesn't want to run in behind. He doesn't look attentive. He's not reading the the play, the game, and everything. He's just wow. You see. So then, you know, Eric Lamella blew everything out of proportion, and Marshall was sent out, and was just. I felt bad for him, honestly. I really did. And then after he was sent out, Son scores again, and then it's just game on. And then it's just game on. Actually, no, it wasn't Son. It was Kane. Then Son assisted Kane. Yeah, you know, it was game on. And then Son scored the fourth goal of the first half, and it was just like, what the fuck is going on right now? And then it went into halftime. After halftime, Serge already scores. And then, and then Harry King gets a penalty, and then he scores. Obviously, no King the goal. Yeah, I don't want to hear niggas saying that King is finished, bro. King is actually reaching his prime right now, because the man is like 26, and imagine what he's doing right now. He already, he's already up to how many? He's already up to nine goal and assist contribute, like goal contributions. In four games. In four games. Do you hear how mad that is? That is some... That's a crazy stat, honestly. Yeah. So, he's just on fire right now. I feel like he's going to have a very fruitful season. Then, on to the last match, which... Honestly, took me by surprise. I was utterly shocked just that was just blasphemy you know i just couldn't believe my eyes liverpool shipped seven 
to Aston Villa. Aston Villa, the same Aston Villa last season that was in a relegation scrap that just got off the relegation battle with just a point. Shipped seven. But big ups to big ups to Aston Villa. You know, I actually didn't think they were going to go as hard as they did, but they actually did. <clears throat> With new signings like Ollie Watkins scoring a hat trick. No, Ollie Watkins was from the championship. He was from Brentford. And he used to be begging them in with said with said Barrier. Wait, is it said Berahino? If I if I remember him correctly. But yeah. Actually surprised not in the Premier League this season. But big ups to Aston Villa. But you know, especially Jack Grealish. Jack Grealish was actually the man of the match because he literally contributed to five goals in this match. Five. He scored two goals and assisted three times. He got a hat trick of an ass- of assists in this fucking game. Imagine. Hmm. Uh. But let's just talk about Liverpool. <clears throat> the only player that I felt was was actually in the game was Mohamed Salah. Uh, Feminio then there ah, Diogo Jota just had one of those days it's really unfortunate that you know the, the first game he starts in the Premier League it's a heavy defeat like this I actually really like Diogo Jota it's just a shame but then Aston Villa won that midfield battle they kept on pressing and pressing and pressing John McGinn imagine John McGinn was parking these niggas, bruh. John McGinn and Ross Barkley, they were just doing the work. Imagine. And they kept on exposing Liverpool's backline because usually Liverpool, they always press high. Always press high, you see. They always press high. So when, when they always get exposed on the counter or something happens, it was just so bad. Especially, and it was shown yesterday actually. No, Van Dijk wasn't really defending. He wasn't. He was just out of touch. Joe Gomez was terrible. Like he's a very, he's a solid defender, but his performance today, he just had one of those days. But then it was just so terrible. It was just so bad. Mohamed Salah luckily scored a brace, so that was a good thing. That was the only positive side thing that I could talk about Liverpool. But otherwise, it was just absolute shambles. But then I know with Liverpool they have a strong squad, so I know they'll bounce back. The problem is, man, I don't know about Manchester United. Manchester United, even though I just saw that they they just signed Alex Telles from Porto, I've never seen him play, so I really don't know how he's gonna, you know, how's gonna he's gonna pan out at Man United. But at least they got a, a proper left back then, Luke Shaw, because Luke Shaw and I don't want where. Especially in that previous game, it was just so terrible. Yeah. But then, I honestly don't see... Like, Manchester United is in serious trouble. Serious. And I just feel it's all back to Ole. You know, this is... Ole has got away with this time and time again. Where he puts on... Either the team goes on some baffling form. Because I remember last season... Ole went through 10 games without a win. Imagine. In all competitions. That was so horrendous. And then this season, he's already shipping He's already shipping six by the fifth game week, being outplayed by Brighton. 
you know the, those type of things i just feel like ed woodward should just seriously let ollie go honestly but then yeah guys um actually wow this is actually 20 minutes long jeez i haven't made a podcast this long in a minute but obviously i had a lot of things to say yeah but anyways bye guys you know i'm gonna do my homework and stuff so i just thought i just might drop this here so yeah we out